All right, boys, we're back. We made it through 14 weeks of the regular season, and now it's time to talk about playoffs. Playoffs? Don't talk about playoffs. You kidding me? Playoffs? Yep, playoffs. But first, I want to break down the week 14 action, the final week of the regular season, and tell you how we got here. All right, week 14. High score, Graz scored 157, defeating Chunk, who scored 135. Graz got big games from all three of his running backs. Derrick Henry, 24 points. Miles Sanders, 31 points. And James Conner, 21 points. Um, Also got a three-touchdown game from Jerry Judy, who scored 29 And Patrick Mahomes scored 28. For Chunk, uh, it was a good outing, maybe his best of the year, but still comes up short. Uh, Trevor Lawrence, he's been awesome lately. He scored 41 points, uh, three touchdowns and 368 yards passing, and also ran a touchdown in. Christian McCaffrey, 14 carries for 119 in the touchdown, also caught a touchdown, scores 31. And Debo Samuel, before leaving the game, had four for 43 and then 21 yards in the ground and a touchdown. Scored 13. Chunk caps off a disappointing season, going 6-22 and and finishing in last place. While Graz, with the win, uh, does jump into the third position and finishes the regular season 18-10. and up next, we have Don defeating Jay, 138 to 96. For Don, Tony, Tony Pollard leads the way, only 10 carries for 42 yards um, and four catches for 24 yards, but does rush and receive a touchdown, scores 21 points. Uh, Mike Williams in his return. Six catches for 116 and a touchdown, scores 22 points. And Zeke, 15 for 62 on the ground and a touchdown, scores 17 points. So a big week there from both of the Cowboys running backs. And for Don, I think it's the third or fourth week in a row where he's finished one or two in in total points that week. For Jay... Uh, scores 96 in the loss. Jared Goff scored 34 points, uh, 330 and three touchdowns. Josh Jacobs, 27 touches, 99 yards and a touchdown. And Keenan Allen, 12 catches, 92 yards, 15 points. Jay finishes up his season at 10 and 18, finishes in 10th place, while Don secures the first round bye. Finishes the season 21-7. and seven. After that, we have Bob defeating Shane, 135-84. to 84. Bob, like he's been all year, was carried by Jalen Hurts and Justin Jefferson. Hurts goes for 217-2, and two, 
through the air and 77 yards and a touchdown on the ground, scoring 35 points. Justin Jefferson, 11 catches for 223 yards, doesn't score a touchdown, but does go for 32.8 points. Free agent pickup Zay Jones goes 8 for 77 and a touchdown and scores 17 points. Um, So Bob overcomes a combined 11 points from Raheem Mostert and Jamal Williams um, and still gets the victory to go 2-0 on the week. For Shane, he scores 84 points, led by uh, Zonovan Knight, another free agent pickup, 17 carries, 71 yards, and a touchdown at the Bills. Um, Tyler Lockett, another touchdown, another good game, 14 and a half points. And Brandon Ayuk, only two catches, does get 57 yards and a touchdown, finishes with 12 points. So Shane finishes up the year at an even 14-14 and finds himself in the sixth spot. Bob, with the 2-0 week, um, moves to 14-14 on the year. So both teams finish 14-14. Bob takes the five spot. After that, we have Brad defeating Tom, 115-65. to So for Brad, it's too little, too late. Um, finishes the year 12-16 and 16 in ninth place. Um, but this week, he is led by Jamar Chase. Ten catches for 119 and a touchdown, 25 points. Adam Thielen, seven for 65 and a touchdown, 16 points. And Isaiah Pacheco, 13 carries, 70 yards, and does add three catches for 23, scores 12 points. For Tom, um, definitely a down week. He is led by Donovan uh, Peoples-Jones, eight catches for 114, 17 points. And then both of his running backs get over 10 points. Um, Dalvin Cook, 15 for only 23 yards and a touchdown, 10.6 points. And Rashad White, 13 carries, 56 yards, does add five catches for 21 yards, scoring 10.5 points. For Tom, he does lose Kyler Murray. He played two or three snaps during the Monday night game and did tear his ACL. So he'll be out, and that's a tough blow for for the Chipmunks as they finish 17 and 11 on the year and finish in fourth place and have a matchup with Bob next week. Next matchup, we have Steve defeating Brandon, 109 to 85. For Steve, he's led, uh, like always, by Tyreek Hill and Austin Eckler. Hill goes four for 81 and does have the touchdown. Uh, scores 25 points, and Eckler, only 15 carries, 45 yards, does find the end zone, but chips in eight catches for 59 yards. Um, I think he's on pace to break the NFL um, receptions mark by a running back. Um, so he's been he's just been unbelievable this year. Uh, also getting into double digits was Damian Pierce, 22 for 78 and a touchdown. He did, however leave the game um, 
and might actually miss a couple weeks. So could be out for the playoffs for Steve, and uh, that could be a, a big blow for the number two seed as they finish the year 21-7, same record as Don, uh, but just miss out on the bye due to, due to uh, points scored on the season. For Brandon, uh, he's led by Juju Smith-Schuster, nine catches, 74 yards, and a touchdown. Scores 18 points. And other than that, everybody else was in single digits. Um, Nick Chubb, he's been disappointing lately. Only 14 touches, 14 carries, 34 yards. Uh, does have three catches for 20. And Travis Etienne, 17 carries, 32 yards. So, um, yeah, we'll look to bounce back next week. And we'll get into the playoff matchups in a little bit. Brandon does finish 13 and 15 on the season. And last up, we have a barn burner. The Chim Chimmers, Justin Spencer, defeat Poppy and RP 72 to 70 in what could be the lowest scoring game of the year and one that meant the most to, uh, to one of these teams. So Spencer does eke out the win. Uh, he's led by Devontae Smith, catches the long touchdown pass, goes 5 for 64. And Najee Harris, only 33 yards on the ground and two catches for 17 yards, but does find the end zone and scores 13 points. And the only other person in double digits or to reach double digits was Cam Akers. 12 catches, 42 yards, and does get in the end zone. Uh, so Spencer caps off a disappointing season this year, going 10-18, and 18, finishing in 11th place. For Poppy and RP, um, everything looked pretty good going into Monday night. They needed, I think, a combined 10 or 12 points from Ramondre Stevenson, and Marquise Brown, and failed to get it. Ramondre Stevenson, he was probably projected to get about 18 to 20 points. Um, does get injured. I thought it was a, a minor ankle injury. Um, so I thought he'd come back, and then he did. I thought he'd have no problem getting to that point mark. And I think after one or two plays, he was he was back on the sideline and then ruled out. So... Really disappointing week at the absolute worst time for the Minot Magicians. Uh, Marquise Brown does finish four catches, 34 yards, only 5.4 points. Um, but across the board, disappointment. Um, Tua only scores 15 points, 145 yards passing, and one touchdown in a game that a lot of people thought was going to be a shootout. Uh, Leonard Fournette only... 13 yards rushing, six catches, 33 yards. Um, and then the receivers who've been pretty solid for the Magicians all year. Amon Ross St. Brown, six for 68, a late game for him, only 10 points. And Christian Kirk, only five for 45. So a big time letdown week. Um, and this is what happens when you have week 14 buys. You have Jonathan Taylor sitting on your bench. Um, I would imagine with him anywhere in the lineup, 
they win this week. So really tough break for the Magicians as they finish 12-16. and 16, um, One game out of the seventh position. So as it turns out, if the Magicians would have scored about 95 points this week, they would have got, one, the win to get them to 13-15, and 15, and two, just enough points to pass Brandon to get into that last playoff slot. Um, but that's not how it turned out, and now the field's set. So we have Don with the bye, and then the 2-7 matchup. We have Steve against Brandon, the 3-6 matchup, Shane versus Graz, and the 4-5 matchup, Tom versus Bob. RP was clearly upset after the matchup, but did offer um, did offer some words for the remaining playoff teams. Let's have a listen. Oh, hey, fuck you. Oh, hey, fuck you. Oh, hey, fuck you. Hey, fuck you. Oh, hey, fuck you. So that's going to do it for today's episode. I'll get another one to you probably tomorrow um, with a a real breakdown of all the matchups. So once all the the waiver additions go through and lineups are set, I'll be able to break break things down a little bit better. Um, One thing I did want to put out there, I'm playing Tom, and he's pretty upset about the league rules um, that have been in place since we added the the free agent budget. And he is saying that it's never been the reset, Um, even though this is how it's been from day one. Uh, Basically, our thought was we did $130 originally for the regular season that's averages ten dollars a week and then once you get to the playoffs no matter what you spend in the regular season everybody resets to 30 basically the idea that there's three more weeks and you have ten more dollars for each week Um, I get it it's not the best way to do it it should reward the teams that don't spend up during the regular season um, and that way they can outbid their opposition, um, like Graz and Steve, um, both had a whole lot of money left. And being the two and three seed, that's impressive for one. And two, it's it's an advantage to have that. They could outbid everybody um, and, and block some players or, or got whoever they wanted. Um, but unfortunately, that's not how we do it. That's not how it's been. And if Tom made the playoffs before, he would know that. Um, so, so yeah, it, it's something we could talk about next year, talk about changing. But for this year, that that's how most teams played. That's how I played, you know, spend the money because you can't, you can't take it with you to the playoffs. So that's why you see so many teams that, that have that $0 balance, you know, by week. 10 or 11 because they know you know you can sell out and get into the playoffs um 
just to get that money back. So uh, right now, Tom's benching all his players in a protest. Um, hopefully, he can snap out of it, get his lineup set. I think he's just a little salty that Kyler's out for the year, and that's definitely understandable. Uh, but it looks like he's going to get Ken Walker back tomorrow night. If he's serious and is really dead set on benching his players to miss out on a lot of money, um, one, that's stupid and he shouldn't do it, but I feel like I should just put all his starters in, whoever's projected the highest points, in every spot. Um, The problem is he is going to have to pick up a quarterback. So send Tom some texts, tell him, you know, He's being a baby, and he needs to set his line up. And, you know, you win two games, and, and you're making money here. The payouts are still the same as they were last year. I know it's something we wanted to talk about. And, uh, you know, I don't think we ever got around to changing it. Um, if we did, someone let me know that I messed up. Um, but for now, there's uh, 1600 for first place. 650 for second, 300 for third, and the $75 weekly high score. Um, On the next pod, I'll I'll break down the weekly high scores, and there are still a handful of people who haven't paid the dues. So um, we'll talk about it next time. I'll start reaching out to people. Um, But, yeah, that's the payouts for now. So with a win... This week, you get down to the final four, um, and even with a loss next week, um, you could still be playing for third place in week 17. So good luck to all the teams who made it, and for the five teams that didn't, well, uh, better luck next year.